Welcome to your daily dose of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted, as always, to share our view of common sense conservatism with you. Well, we've been waiting for it, this big Senate border deal, which hardly even talks about the border. And everybody wants you to be like, yes, let's do this. Chuck Schumer says, I've never worked harder with my Republican colleagues. This is so fantastic. Now, hurry, hurry, hurry. Let's pass it. Everything that I just told you is why I said today as the title of our show, the Senate sucks, period. And it's going to come down to a showdown. And it is very necessary. So we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of all of this. We've got news from all across the United States today. And I think you're going to really leave educated armed, right? Dangerous and ready to take on any liberal who wants to chat with you about policy. All right. So welcome home to the Wendy Bell radio program. Get the app, Wendy Bell radio network, follow along on the live stream. Welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Two kind of non sequitur stories I want to share with you from the weekend that I think kind of open the door to how I feel about the general issue in Congress. Got a lot of people there who don't care about us. Got a lot of people who've gotten super comfortable enjoying the perks of being within the Beltway bubble. We got a lot of people who are compromised. I believe who are being blackmailed. There's dirt on a lot of folks there, my friends. And that dirt is used as leverage to get people to do things they otherwise would not. So before we open that, Joe and I are walking Murphy in the neighborhood this weekend, and I look over to the house to our left. It's a pretty house. Beautiful street, big oak trees. And there's solar panels all over this house. Sticks out like a sore thumb. This this house is is a pretty colonial Nice red brick. It's got some pretty white roofing around it. This is a really pretty house, right? Now has these huge black solar panels all over them. I'm like, what? Is that new or has that been there for a while? And he's like, I've never seen it. So we walk around the thing 
we're noticing this in our neighborhood. More and more neighbors are putting in these solar panels on the roofs. Okay, I've always thought that you need sun for solar panels. And our little community of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is the fourth cloudiest city in the country. So never really thought it was a great investment. So I said to Joe, I said, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to ask them. They're new. Tell me, did you see a savings for what you spent on these solar panels? Are you, are you seeing any kind of results? And Joe laughed and said, good luck with that. And I said, why? And he said, you're not going to tell you if it sucks. They're not going to tell you if it was a total scam. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to be able to be honest with you. And I said, what do you mean? He said, people don't like to admit it when they take a plunge or they choose a side or they fell in line, hook, line and sinker with something that they did not pay attention to or investigate. And if it doesn't turn out, they're not going to tell you about that. I said, you know what? You're right. So much of what we're going to talk about today is being at this point where you either look in the mirror and say, holy cow, man, have these people been lousy representatives of we the people, right? We've got work to do. We've got to do something. Or you can pretend that it's not going on, continue business as usual, and hope that somebody else fixes the problem that you helped cause. And that brings us to my second story. I get an email yesterday from a woman, nice woman, obviously frequent flyer of this program, sends me a message. She's very concerned. She's the mom. She's got kids who play hockey. And she said, you know, there's, there's not an emergency personnel. There's not an EMT. There's no ambulance nearby in any of these games or practices on the rink. And she said, after the most recent fatal accident, just awful in the NHL, you would think that the security and like the safety, the medical care for these kids would be something that would be a priority. And we pay a lot of money for rink time, ice time, et cetera, et cetera. And yet we never see any kind of staff there if there's a problem. It should really be exposed, she said to me. And I was like, why should I expose it? It's not my kid, it's your kid. It's something that you've clearly noticed, that you've spent a long time paying attention to. It bothered you enough that you got together with your message and wrote me a very thoughtful email trying to encourage me to pick up the subject and talk about it, which I am, but not for the reasons that this woman wants. See, we need to stop looking to other people to solve our problems. Instead of writing me, this mom who clearly is very passionate and persuasive should probably launch her own campaign. Maybe talk to other people on the team. Maybe get something going. See what it would take. Why don't we move the needle? We see a problem. Let's fix the problem. See, we're so used to pointing to other people. Well, why don't you do it? Why don't you investigate that? Well, why don't you? And that's where we are today. We have expected for too long these people in our Congress to represent us. To share our values. The people who say to us that this is who they are. This is what they stand for. This is how they feel on the stump is one thing. And then when they're in office and they do other things. Isn't it our responsibility to weed these people out? And yet we've all been on autopilot. So our issue is twofold. Looking at other people and complaining about issues and not solving them ourselves And then when we find out that we've been conned or that we've done something that we thought was good that isn't, in fact, to admit it, to talk about it, to share it, 
There's no shame in having an awakening. It is a beautiful thing. And that is what today is going to require. We will get educated together. We're going to walk through this Senate bill that apparently they needed to work behind closed doors for months. What is it, 400 pages? See, I could have fixed this real quick. Three words, one page. Build the wall. If I was fussy, I would make it four words. Build the damn wall, right? I'm feeling that fussy way right now. I don't need 380 or 400 pages of all sorts of loopholes and giveaways and pork, a la the CARES Act. Remember when they were so triumphant about that? (laughs) Yay! Good for us! And that precipitated the great malaise of the American worker. I mean, if the government's giving you money, why are you getting off your duff and going to work? And so how did the government respond to that? Overinflated job numbers, right? They over, overestimated, oversold how many people were working in 2023 by 435,000. Because they know what they do, everything these people touch sucks. And if you're in a position to do something about it, whether you're a mom identifying a possible safety risk on the ice with your kids, or you're a sitting U.S. senator. If you expect other people to solve the issue and you don't get involved and then you misrepresent yourself and you don't vote the way we want you to vote, you better be prepared for the reckoning. Do we have the ingredients of that reckoning? Do you want your Senate and your House to spend another 100 and X billion dollars of your money while America gets flushed down the toilet? In an America where we remove children from their classrooms and their gymnasiums so that migrants can move in? In an America where we kick out veterans? from the living facilities that they need so that people who are not paying into the system can come in comfortably and milk it? Because that's what Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell and Kirsten Sinema and James Langford and any other hack who thinks this is something that we should be getting behind is all about. This might be the greatest flushing of the covey of suck in our Congress than we've ever seen. Put it to a vote, senators. Let me see what my representatives think about spending more of our money and sending it to overseas wars that we freaking created. And then having the firefighter arsonist government come to us with their hands out saying it's time for you to pay our tab. I didn't vote for it. Did you? So take my hand when we come back. Let's go into this. Let's go into the beginnings of this measure. Just some top line stuff. And then at 930 or the second part of this segment, depending on when you're listening, we'll get into more meat and potatoes dollars. Oh, yeah, you'll be fussy, too. Get ready for it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. 
You know, in a stunning twist of all of this insanity, that the only way for us to handle the border crisis is to send billions of dollars to the Middle East, right? Billions of dollars to, uh, to quote unquote, fight tensions in the Red Sea. Billions of dollars. Taiwan, you want some too? Absolutely. And you want it how much? Okay, gotcha. Great. Ukraine, another 60 billion? Absolutely. Right? Well, in a strange twist of insane land, I got this headline from redstate.com. Kind of says everything and nothing at once, right? Texas proves Biden could have stopped the border crisis. Stats show powerful effect of real border defense. Now, I know this is going to come as a big surprise to many of you that when you stop entry, when you plug the gaps, when you build a fence, when you fortify it, right? People don't try to come in that way. <clears throat> they go other places. What? I know. It's crazy. Let's get there, shall we? New stats are showing something that's going to make Joe Biden look very bad. Yeah, right. Suddenly, illegal crossings at the southern border are now increasingly happening in Arizona and California, moving away from Texas. Sources with U.S. Customs and Border Protection told Bill Malusian from Fox News that over the last week of January, Border Patrol apprehended 32,809 illegal invaders. Okay? According to the Customs and Border Patrol sources... 23,000 and change, about 72% were in Arizona and in California. Notably, the numbers in Texas, in the Del Rio section. What? Which includes Eagle Pass? What? Is this where they took control of that 46-acre park and said, screw you, get out, Texas did, to the Border Patrol? We are taking control because you clowns are cutting the razor wire. Beat it! We don't care what the Supreme Court says. Stop invading our country. Oh, my. Those numbers, you mean, since that happened, fell off a cliff? That is super, super weird. The sector says they saw days of three to 4,000 illegal crossings per day at Eagle Pass. What happens after they built the wall and put up that Razor wire and all that stuff. Oh, that number went from three to 4,000 illegal crossings a day down to 200. Huh. It's almost like that deterrence works, right? I think what's insulting about all of this is the excuse mill. Joe Biden, I can't do any. First of all, Joe Biden is not doing this. This is all Barack Obama. Joe Biden cannot make a move, he does not make a decision. He does not pick up a pen at the pretend table across the street from the White House where he, you know, signs documents, allegedly. He's not, he's not doing any of this. So, so we're not going to sit here and waste your time and energy decrying Joe Biden's policies. Dude is not home. He is not there. This is all Obama. Right? I want to remind you, of course, that the day Joe Biden took office, aside from stopping anything with the Keystone XL pipeline, essentially crippling us in, in our number one 
greatest accomplishment, I think, being energy independent, taking care of our people with our resources, not paying some other country. We have it. It's here, right? He also stopped all construction on the wall. And the Department of Defense, in case you forgot, because I did, has spent $47 million a year to house all of the panels that we we bought under Donald Trump that were supposed to go up. 130000 of our dollars wasted every single day so that Barack Obama and the Global Compact on Migration, which is a strategy by the globalists to cause social welfare, chaos, crime, all sorts of problems so that they can ride in on the white horse and completely implement a new transformational government, right? Could happen. 28-foot-tall hollow beams, my friends, used as the vertical slats in the wall's 30-foot-tall panels. $260 million worth. The Department of Defense, under Joe Biden's presidency, Barack Obama's finger, though, they sold for pennies on the dollar. So not only did we pay, For the materials that never were used to keep our country safe. They sold all of those materials after spending through the wazoo to house them. And our border remains open. So let's talk when we come back about this 370 page, $118 billion border quote unquote bill. The border is mentioned almost parenthetically. Ukraine takes top billing. Taiwan, you better believe it. The fight in the Red Sea, absolutely. Money to the Palestinians, of course, and to Israel. We are creating and funding wars around the world. American taxpayers are getting screwed with the bill. And now we have a transformation of our country that is by design, 100%. So who's going to vote for this? That is the next huge question. I did a little Liberty score searching on conservativereview.com this morning. I want to know of our 49 senators, who do you think is going to let this thing go through? I got my picks. We're going to drop that and the details of where the Senate wants to spend billions more. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends. CNBC headline, Senate releases $118 billion bipartisan aid proposal for Israel, Ukraine, border security. See, If I'm paying for it, I wanted to say this for security, border security. That's it. That's it. Look, I'm tired of being the open wallet for everybody and his brother. It's not our responsibility to pay for freaking everybody else. I'm so over this. Let's go through the details. 
Senators released the full details of their highly anticipated bipartisan. Bipartisan means just one person. And his name is James Langford. I'm sure there are other lackeys on the Senate and the GOP side who are going to be like, oh, this sounds great. Mitt Romney, oh yeah, I love it. Mitch McConnell, personally, it's my favorite bill yet. So here are the details. Senators on Sunday released the details of a $118.2 billion aid proposal for Ukraine, Israel, and the southern U.S. border. After months of painstaking closed-door negotiations. Joe, if it takes you months of painstaking negotiation, you suck at your job. Okay? So, hey, Senate, you suck. Okay? How about that? I'm not the smartest person in the room usually, but it doesn't take me months of BS, of lies, of pork, of bloated blowhardia, right? To fix the the problem at the border. Build the wall. President Joe Biden initially proposed a more than $105 billion aid package in October. People thought that was crazy. So what did the Senate do? Eh. Let's just add $13 billion onto it. I mean, who's paying attention? Really? So $60 billion of this, you guys, goes to Ukraine. That is unconscionable. $16 billion to Israel just through the end of 2024. All right, so I did some, I did some math. I know it's scary first thing in the morning. So 331 days. Let's just say it got approved today. 331 days until the end of the year. So $16 billion in funding to Israel. It almost sounds like it's nothing, right? You're like, what's $16 billion? Like, whatever. Well, that's, that's $48 million a day of your money to Israel. All right? Whatever you think about that. How about this? $60 billion to Ukraine. And these people want to present this to us with a straight face. How? How dare you? We've already given more than $100 billion. We were against this freaking war. And it could have ended on day number one. But Barack Obama would not let it. Right? You've already, dra- you've already drained our military reserves. How much of our equipment is gone? Over there. And they can't find it. Where's the accounting of it? Well, I mean, in times of war, it's very hard to figure out where everything goes. Just ask the Taliban. Oh, that's right. $60 billion more to Ukraine equals, you ready? $181,268,000 a day. To Vladimir Zelensky. To lose a war against uh, Putin, Vladimir Putin, right? We're going to give you $181 million a day. Hell no. I urge Congress to come together and swiftly pass this bipartisan agreement. Get it to my desk so I can sign it into law immediately, Joe Biden said. Well, so let's talk about the border. What, is it, what does it do for the border, right? It's got to do something. Not really. Let's see. Headline Breitbart.com, quote, internet rumors 
proven true. Border bill is going to allow a lot more than just 5,000 illegal invaders into our country every single day. See, they gave you the middle finger. They, they spit in your face as they said those words to you. This is the kick in the drawers. In the front, connecting with you. Screw you. You're going to like it. And you'll have to pass it to see what's in it. Well, interestingly, what we saw in it is something that, Brock, if you wouldn't mind putting this up on the screen, we found that's kind of odd. In all of this spending, $118 billion, this is weird clause buried in about 100 and page 70. Ready? Funds appropriated to the president operating expenses. What? This is what it says. For an additional amount for operating expenses, $39 million to remain available until September 30th, 2025 to respond to the situations in Israel and Ukraine and, co- and countries impacted by the situations there, provided that such amount is designated by the Congress as being for an emergency requirement, blah, blah. It's a $39 million slush fund for freaking Joe Biden. They are so used to just stealing your money and moving it around in this shell game. I, I of course, would be remiss to not remind you all that Joe Biden and his crime family syndicate remain accused of making more than $30 million over the last dozen or so years, selling nothing but access to the White House and the Biden family name. I remind you that the current secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, who this bill gives unilateral decision-making power to, is currently being investigated for impeachment. They're going to impeach him in the House of Representatives. And this bill, which Mitch McConnell, yay, it's so great, right? And James Langford, who was like, those are internet rumors that this bill is going to let 5,000 people in across the border every day. That's garbage, right? Yeah, the number's actually 85,000, 8,500 rather. 8,500, not 5,000 a day, 8,500 a day. That's an infusion every single year of more than 2 million people. How dare you? How freaking dare you? And the only person who can really close the border is Alejandro Mayorkas. Eh, I'm not really feeling it. No. Oh, excellent. Excellent use of $118 billion. Good job, Senate. Right? Sometimes you can believe what you... Read on the internet. Sometimes you can, in fact. That's the article here, Breitbart. The authors of the border bill repeatedly assured Americans that their bill would not permit 5,000 migrants or more per day, attributing those claims as internet rumors and, quote, absolutely absurd. Really? Wah, wah. They don't care anymore. They'll lie right to your face. Have absolutely no problem doing that. Right now, there's internet rumors. Senator James Langford from Oklahoma 
told Fox News Sunday on January 28th when speaking about the claim. It's all that people are running. Hmm. It would be absolutely absurd for me to agree to 5,000 people a day. Uh, well, those internet rumors appear to possess more truth than Langford. The numbers allowed per day are even worse than in the leaked details of that prior bill. The bill would allow up to 8,500 migrants to cross the border in a single day without triggering the declaration of an emergency. Senator Mike Rounds, Republican from South Dakota, went as far as claiming Russian disinformation was behind those rumors. Hey, Senator Rounds, I hear that's what that laptop was, too. Hmm. I suspect that a lot of the Internet rumors are very well coming from overseas, where they would love to see this shut down because some people would rather not see funding for Ukraine. Well, you'd be right, Mike. It would be all of us because we're done funding Ukraine. Look, we don't want anybody to die. We didn't ask for anybody to get hurt, you greedy SOBs, all lining your pockets. I want to know how Zelensky's mom got $5 million, her mother-in-law got $5 million for that new pad in Egypt. I'm going to go with bing, 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 bing. Maybe some of our dough went to her. Huh. It is beyond disgusting. What these clowns are up to, ladies and gentlemen, 39,000, 39 million rather dollars given to Joe Biden. Hey, do what you want with it. I'm sure it'll be fine. You know, how about this? I want to read this to you. In the Senate currently, if I looked at conservative review, Liberty score, greatest site ever shows you all the the votes in the last like six years from all these legislators, you can choose by chamber, you can choose by party, you can choose just a single individual and search their liberty score, and it gives them that grade, A to F. Do you vote in accordance with common sense conservative principles, or do you suck and you're a Republican in name only? Now, these sorts of bills, this border debacle giving so much money to foreign countries, when we the people... Our freaking suffering. Our cities are turning into freaking Democrat hellscapes, right? By design, where the migrant population is given carte blanche access to beat up, steal, rob, and then be transported anywhere the hell they want to go. Hmm. Sounds perfect. How many GOP senators do you believe out of 49 could possibly, possibly give you the kick in the crotch that a yes vote on this would be. I'm going to roll my dice. Quite a few. Of the 49 Republican senators right now, 17 have an F, F, F-A, if we're going to be bilingual, an F, 17. That means they vote alongside the Democrats more than 50% of the time. I don't know about you, but that's a, it's a pretty big, pretty big number. You want to know who they are? You want to know conversely who the five GOP senators who get A's for Liberty scores are? I'm going to tell them to you after a quick break here. All right. I'm going to drop these numbers on you and I want you to determine who of these senators is in your area. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to be like the mom who wants me to talk about her kid's hockey team? 
or are you going to be the one who gets involved? That's what this requires. Republican Senators Liberty Score and how this does nothing for our border security. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So you'd think if uh, if the Senate, this bipartisan kumbaya, oh my gosh, this is such a great deal. What a day for us. We're going to screw you guys over more. Get ready. $118 billion. You would think that there would be something in there that actually we care about, like the ability to shut down the border. We didn't even get that. The much-touted emergency border, quote-unquote, shut down in the Establishment's Border Act bill will not be activated unless the president's Homeland Security Secretary says so. That's Alejandro Mayorkas, and this is in a clause that is buried deep in this bill. The loophole... It's ridiculous. It says this. Whenever the border emergency authority is activated, the secretary shall have the authority in the secretary's sole and unreviewable discretion. That's a curious thing to throw in there. To summarily remove from and prohibit in whole or in part entry into the United States of any alien identified in blah, 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 blah. The loophole converts the supposedly mandatory border shutdown into a conditional presidential policy option that can only be activated when there are many more migrants than during the border emergency declared by President Trump during his first term. They don't want you to know this. Let's hurry up. Pass it. Let's go. Get it done. Chop, chop, chop. Do you know how long we've worked on this? Right? This is why Matt Gates made Kevin McCarthy promise before they all gave him the gavel. One single bill at a time. Don't lump 15 things together. Don't pack a bunch of pork into it. Don't drop it on us at 117 in the morning and expect us to know what's going on and vote on it at 9. Ain't going to happen because of crap just like this. So let's get to the Liberty score. We have 49 senators in the Senate who are Republicans, allegedly. 17 of them get F Liberty scores. Some of these folks are going to be cycled out, da-da-da-da-da. All right, so here are the people who are failing. This means they vote with the Democrats at least 50% of the time or more. Ready? Todd Young, Tom Tillis, Susan Collins. If I'm not mistaken, she has the worst Liberty score. She is the least conservative rhino on the um, in the Senate. Shelley Capito, Roy Blunt, Roger Wicker, Rob Portman, Richard Burr, Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell, Mike Rounds, Lisa Murkowski, Lindsey Graham, John Thune, John Cornyn. Didn't he tell us to bomb Iran? Way to go, John. Jerry Moran, Cindy Hyde-Smith, Chuck Grassley, and Bill Cassidy. Who get A's? Only five Republican senators vote consistently conservative 90% of the time or more. Who are they? Cynthia Lummis, Mike Lee, Marsha Blackburn, Rand Paul, and Tommy Tuberville. Are you guys surprised 
by this. One final shakedown of all of their liberty scores. 17 Republican senators get Fs. That is beyond Republican in name only. Beyond, right? Eight more get Ds. Ten get Cs. Only nine get Bs and five get A. Fourteen out of 49 Republican senators vote in a way that we would agree with. That's a problem. This is going to flush them out. Because a Republican who votes yes on this ought to be writing the end of their political career. That might that ought to be the final judgment. Get them out. All right, so I want to talk about this. Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, says not a chance. This is not even, there's no way. It's dead on arrival. House will not negotiate over this. So what did Johnson and House Republicans do? They dropped a standalone Israel funding package, basically saying, hey, we're done giving money to Ukraine. We acknowledge Israel is in a jam It's got wars on every single one of its borders. We agree that they were brutally violated on October 7th. And they deserve to fight back. And as their allies, we will assist them in that. This standalone package, very interesting. Here you go. Mike Johnson Saturday announced an Israel-only funding package to be voted on next week. Another step in the deadlocked negotiations over emergency aid that Biden initially proposed in October. The House proposal comes as a challenge to this Senate bill of suck, right? The Senate bills, the Senate bills are, or the Senate's bill includes way more foreign spending. Mike Johnson said, you know what? We want to focus. We want to focus on the American people. The American people want a secure border. We're going to build the wall. We're going to work on on deporting these people. We're going to solidify what we know needs to be done. No more ridiculous funding for Ukraine. We will fund Israel. Don't lump all of this crap together because our vote is a no. So this is what it's going to come down to. The House bill includes $17.6 billion for Israel's military and U.S. military forces in the region as the war with Hamas in Gaza continues. If it is approved, this funding would add to the $14.3 billion that the House already passed for Israel right after the October 7th attack. Okay, now that that's settled, who's going to get to work with our border? Where's that focus going to be? Watch for these votes and then act. Call these people, tell them what you think, and do it often, right? Quick time out. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program is on tap next. 